Get ready for a journey into the heart of Bridgeport politics with In Absentia, a new podcast from Connecticut Public's investigative team, The Accountability Project. Learn about the city's past and present political dysfunction and the systems that enable it. Tune in wherever you get your podcasts. Funding provided by Francisco L. Borges and the Melville Charitable Trust. You're about to hear a favorite from the Faith Middleton Food Schmooze archive. This show originally aired in 2019. It's great to have you joining our party on the Faith Middleton Food Schmooze. Eat, drink, and be merry with us. Our show's at the Big G in downtown New Haven, five culinary kitchens at Gateway Community College. We're all in on a burger bash this time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> here we go. Who is this? My <clears throat> treasured food buddies are here. Chris Prosperi, Alex Province, Mark Raymond, senior producer Robin Doyen Aiken, and Josh Welsh who has a farm in Connecticut, raises cattle, and we just ate the beef from his cows. So yummy. Unbelievable. Mm -hmm. We had the best time. What (laughs) is it, people? We've got all your Facebook recommendations on great burger places, and we want more from you. I'll give you the address in just a second. Faith Middleton on Facebook. Okay, everybody. Yeah. What is it about this? What What's the burger thing? I mean, you think about it. You could actually have a different burger every day. For 30 days, <laughs> or maybe more. You mean at a different place? At a different or place, at a different, a different topping, different Lunch style. and dinner, or just dinner, or just Everywhere lunch. you go beef in America, beef, everywhere right? you go in the United States of America, you can have a different kind of burger. Everyone can cook a burger, too. No matter it's, how bad of a cook you are, so you can grill a burger. Easy. You know what? We're going to give you a trick. If you have a thing where you don't want to have too much fat in your, <laughs> let's say it's beef or something else, we're going to give you my favorite trick to flavor it with butter. Later on, we'll tell you how to do that, okay? And we've got wine to go with the beef. But what do you all say about this? A burger has like, no, you don't need a knife and fork. It's all squishy. It's like the bun is, it's all scientifically designed to be perfect. It's just part of the culture. Josh Welsh. I culture. didn't even say welcome to That's the Switch okay. Party. Do you have ever have too many burgers? You can't have too many burgers. It's, it's, <laughs> is there a more democratic food than the burger? No, I don't think not so. In this I don't think so. It's American. Yes, pizza. Wow. Well, <laughs> yes, I don't pizza know. It's pretty divisive. Loved. Yes. Don't you think, Robin? I mean, it's universally it, loved. Yeah. It is. And so is the burger. Universally So is loved. the burger, though. True, true. And by mm-hmm. burger, we mean whatever kind. You know, it's up to you. Black bean, doesn't matter, right? Buffalo chicken burger can be, right? Oh. I mean, it's, what is it's that exactly? like, like Mark said, it is endless. Chimichurri burger. Chimichurri burger. How about just a cheeseburger? Mm-hmm. Cheeseburger's good, too. Classic. So, hey, mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep oh, seeding throughout this show things that you have said to us at Faith Middleton on our Facebook page. And if you've got more, keep them coming, and we're going to be talking with you. So in, I'll say the town, in Waterbury, we have Jeanette, Millette recommending Brassworks Brewery, and and you oh, know it's not far from her choice. house. She absolutely yeah. loves that. So do you find, as I do, that my burger tastes have gone in phases? I like my burgers a certain way for periods of time in my life. Chris, oh, you're yeah, re- totally. Like right now, 
or actually, I'm just at the end of it. I walked into a burger joint, and they had a fried egg on a burger. That was my burger. And I don't know why. It didn't matter. I was, and, and if they didn't, I would ask if they could do it. Right. I'm, I'm sort of weaning myself off that now, and I'm going back to, like, having bacon on my burger. So it's like an artistic oh period, like yes. the house was blue period. Yeah. And now, oh, I was Chris in the egg in burger Out period. of the egg. There was a time where all I could have on a burger was Swiss cheese and mushrooms. See? That's all I wanted oh, to have. Swiss and now I can't get great. enough bacon. I got to have oh. bacon. So I went through the period where I had to have a burger on a buttered toasted English muffin. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. totally Very important. <laughs> and then I went through this period where I did the Shady Glen thing in yeah. the oh. Manchester, which is yeah. where the cheese yeah. is crispy uh, in there yeah, and all curled slices, up. And uh, then, I, then when I was in school nearby Colchester, Connecticut... I would drive to Harry's, oh, still operating, oh, and yes. have the burgers yep. there. That grill has to be seasoned beyond belief. And oh, yeah. is that what makes a burger really great? Then I was into burgers as long as it had tomato, bacon, and mayonnaise. I don't know why. You know, cheese is yeah. without question. I right. have to have cheddar cheese on my burger. Now, at this stage of my life, all I want to do is have a burger that makes me lift up my head mm. and say, wow. Yeah. I go to a place called Salamanders. In a little while, you're going to hear us talk to someone in Florida where I had a burger that absolutely blew me off my stool. What makes and, it so fancy? Well, it's a Michael Jordan restaurant. Let me just stop there. Okay, so... Chris, you yeah. said an egg yeah. on top oh, of your burger, and that egg. is a thing with people, Ooh. right, Josh? That's a big thing. Burgers are a, a wonderful vehicle for transporting flavor and texture. Right, because, Josh, you have a restaurant in Westerly, Rhode Island, which is right next to Stonington, Connecticut. And at that restaurant, you serve the beef that you raise, maybe some other beef sometimes, but ba basically it's your stuff. And you see what your customers, us, what we're all saying that we want on our burgers. It can be anything. So Chris is saying this fried egg thing. Somewhere in my research, somebody said the most amazing burger on the planet. You put one egg yolk mixed into the beef Ooh, the way sometimes fancy. people do with a meatloaf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I don't know For what richness? richness. Does it need it? So I'm asking you, Josh... Because you have a farm, you have grass-fed cattle, and that's going to make for a chew in your burgers, and your, your flavor of your burgers is amazing. What would an egg yolk do? I'm a little bit of a purist when it comes to burgers. 100% grass-fed beef has a very distinct flavor, and a lot of beef has a good mouthfeel, great texture, but is sort of like vanilla pudding without the vanilla, and it's just a vehicle for transporting egg yolks and Spanish olives and sure. crawdaddies and everything And there's else. nothing. <laughs> ketchup. ketchup. Don't forget <laughs> the ketchup. Mustard. Oh Ooh, I can't have a burger without ketchup. And I, I like have to have ketchup. But how do you want your burger? Let's get into the sensuality. So you want them kind of thin, a certain thickness. Do you want them very fat and a juicy, not juicy, because like they're, it's okay rate. if it's grass-fed. Yeah. No. Do you want the juice medium running down your arm? Sure. What, do, what do you want? Keep going. There's different burgers for different days, like the drive-in burger, right? right? That's not your fancy with egg on top and freshly ground there on you site. You mean what we quote-unquote call fast food, in other no, words? No, not fast I can't. Food I could do a dollar like, menu like, burger yeah, for like, sure. Like, if I'm like, hungry. Yeah. Where, where I live, there's Gooseboro and Clamps. Those are not 
not fancy burger places. They're not even inside. They're only open in the summer, and you drive in, pick it's up like your a patty. burger. Yeah. Where's this? One's in Litchfield, and one's down further towards New Milford. And they're just on the side of the road, and they're little shacks. Yeah. yeah. And I swear, yeah. the clamps one, the griddle has been the same griddle since, like, the 50s. Mm. And, and what, that, does, what do you think oh, that, that does? You're a chef, the, Chris. The toasted bun in that hamburger ah, is like none the, I've ever but had. But the bun has to be, do you want that bun <sighs> yeah. to be really squishy? Squishy. Yeah. Toasted but with, bun. It, Faith, it's interesting because we're talking about burgers that are 1.8 ounces Yeah. to... What's the, what's the limit? Oh, oh yeah. I saw one online. Ounce? No, I saw one online ounce? that was Pound? like that people you could are, divide by like ten people. People are into stacking. Oh yeah. In oh. certain places, you know, like Thinner a double burger, a triple yep. burger, and that's not my thing. But I'm I'm I not here it. to judge. Yeah, you get more like that. a crust. Yeah, we sell that. as many double burgers as we do singles. See? You oh, do yeah. at Gray's. At Gray's, we sell as many doubles as we do singles. Thank you. And at Bridge, where we have a six or an eight ounce burger, we sell a lot of doubles there, See? which wow. is 12 Stack or 16 ounces. So Ooh. what is it that Stack people are after great. with that stacking? It's that they're not filled up enough by a single burger? What do you think The flavor, you get salt and pepper, and then the brown crust, oh. you get that multiplied. So yeah, each patty. And, and if there's and cheese. cheese in between each one. Your, your, your bun-to-meat ratio is a little yeah. bit better if you go with the double. Oh, See, no, I think Mark's hitting on mm -hmm. something. You, know? you can throw bread in the middle. Proportions matter. If a bun is too fat, you can't taste all the other stuff that's on your burger. It could be right. the ketchup, the pickles, whatever. Right. Ooh, and pickles. The juice might not run down your arm. <laughs> you know, I mean, whatever it is, you can't taste that char. You can chew. Now, if you've got two burgers, the proportions are all different. How many pickles do you need? How much ketchup? How much mustard? How much mayo do you need? How many slices of bacon? Variety is the spice of I life. Yeah. And that's where it is with burgers. One day, a double burger. Yeah. The next day, a drive-in burger. The next day, a pork burger. I Josh think you're right Walsh. about the I think you're right about the bun and the and the bun meat ratio. So, so this important. is our at, at Gray's we're on our third version of the bun. We started oh. off with I have your burger right here. Go ahead. I'm just gonna take a bite. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. So it's so got we, the cheese and the bun. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, go ahead. Excuse yeah. Me. We're supposed to talk while we walk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, go ahead. You, you no, didn't bring a spare for us. We're salivating just watching. We didn't get the extra one. <laughs> Please go ahead, Josh. So we started with a Martin's potato roll. Okay. And then we went My to oh. then we went to an egg brioche. Mm -hmm. Ooh, there's nothing wrong with that. And now we're mm -hmm. at a potato roll with an egg wash. It's oh. soft is, and squishy. It is a brioche. It has an egg finish, yeah. but mm. it has potato flour in it. It's smaller mm. than the traditional brioche. So yeah. the ratio between the meat and the bun is much better. And that's something we, we interview guests. We talk to them. Guests say, mm. you know, too much bread. Yeah. So. Yeah, I totally get so, that. I'm sorry. You remind me of when Andy Warhol <laughs> was eating that hamburger. Oh, no. He was much... <laughs> more pristine and he, he <laughs> knew enough not to say a word. What we're talking about is that there is a very famous Andy Warhol video and his performance piece was he does nothing but put a bag on the table, open it, take out a hamburger, eat it. Everything goes away. That's the video. That's the art piece. And you could say, what does that mean? The way, you know, what did his tomato soup can mean? It means so much. If you've never seen it, you can look that up online. So some people are into burgers for the toppings. I don't want to be pressed into a camp. 
I like to jump around. So Danielle Boulud in New York does this foie gras burger. Short rib on the outside. (laughs) Foie gras inside. That's that's evil. That's your doctor's number. (laughs) Not recently. (laughs) Another time I would like raw onion and mustard on my burger. I would do go back to the English muffin thing. I want bacon, tomato, and you know I'm just jumping around. If someone said to me, Oh, this is the most amazing tuna burger, I would be on that in a second. I did that curry burger that time oh, when we yeah. we did our so good vegetarian veggie. burgers. Yeah. Oh, it was so much fun. The, it depends what you're into. We want to know. Tell the, us on Facebook. Do you have a favorite burger at a favorite place? That's how I do it. Like I go to one burger place and I you just, I, yeah, and over I know and that burger's really good well, there. Well, where do you go? Oh, my restaurant's in Simsbury, so I'm in Simsbury all the time. We have a plan B and they do, it's called the squealer. The squealer. And, yeah. Half pork, half beef. Okay. Then it gets bacon so it's and like cheese. A, so that's like a meatloaf, really. Oh, and yeah. it, oh, but it feels good. exactly oh, like a burger. Robin, like you burger have so one in New Haven, right? My favorite burger is one right around the corner from here. It's Prime 16 on Temple Street. And a lot of times, this is what happens. My husband and I will go on a date night in New Haven, and we might go somewhere fancy at night. And then the next day, we always say, oh, we should go to brunch somewhere. But then we think about all these brunch places, and then we're like, forget it. Let's just go get a burger at Prime 16, because we we can smell them as we're walking downtown. Oh, I love that. So I always get the honey truffle burger. And before you think that that's like a crazy truffle kind of thing happening, it's actually, it's honey truffle potato chips on this burger, guys. So it's wow. really, yeah. What can't you yeah. put on a burger? It's accessible. See? You know, I, I am a, a nut about Torres yeah. truffle mm-hmm. potato chips. Mm-hmm. And if you gave me really pretty much any food or even like an article of clothing with those truffle <laughs> potato chips on, I would eat it. But the thought of a burger the having those crushed on, on yeah. top. Can you, Josh, can you make that? The potato chips yeah, on the burger? Yeah, I, I want it uh, to be. Well, wait, he the, just the said he was a purist. How about that? <laughs> The well, fake special. Yeah. I'm gonna. Ha- okay. We're gonna design something together, and we're gonna see what happens. Awesome. Don't oh, let me down, yeah. people. Yeah. Okay. This is at Gray's in Westerly, right over the Stonington line. <laughs> okay. On Facebook, Jim Conway said in Salisbury, Connecticut, he goes to Maggie McFly's. I just like that name, and says they're using bacon from Nodine Smokehouse nice. near you, Chris. Yeah, great bacon. They do this garbage burger with like fifty thousand things nice. on it. Garbage and yeah, you know, I've got everything that on kind it. of I've thing. I've been to Maggie McFly's um, Good Burger. There is an Amy Bentley who said in South Kent, Connecticut, Bulls Bridge. Oh, yeah, they, on the bar, they do a good burger. Been there too. This gets to the idea of I, sometimes I just want the burger on a plate, mm-hmm. I don't even want the bread on it. Give me that beefy flavor. So now we're going to get to at home. We do different blends for our burgers. If it's about sort of an ongoing thing, I'm trying to limit the amount of beef I have, say, across a month. So I'm very careful keeping track of that. I want grass-fed like you're doing at your farm, Josh. 100% grass-fed. Yeah. That's the amazing thing. So we call that grass-fed, grass-finished. It means that at the end, they're not feeding crap corn to the cattle to fatten them, yet they still can say on the label, grass-fed, and they're tricking you. So... Mm. 
what you always want to see is what he's saying, 100% or grass finished if you're into this sort of thing. Okay, so this is my trick at home for anything that is low in fat. One skinny pat of really high-fat butter. Yum. Just put it on that hot thing, whether it's tuna or burger meat Melt or whatever, in there. and oh. just swish it around on the top yeah. till it melts in, and it's fooling the palate. I believe that I can taste that unctuousness, and I can, because I'm using butter as a quote-unquote flavoring agent. So if you're making burgers at home, no matter what you're doing, especially if it's a low-fat content, this is the way to go. You can add butter to your burger. The other thing we do if you're trying to watch calories, stick with a leaner burger, 100% grass-fed burger, or at the restaurant, if you don't want a bun, we use a lettuce pouch. Oh, I had that today. That was really good. Yeah, bad. I had that too. Yeah, and today. I eat it like a burger. Because so. I had two burgers. So. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, Three if you count that one. <laughs> So oh, but who's counting? <laughs> Nobody's counting. <laughs> so after eating all those burgers that we had for lunch, mm-hmm. how does everyone From feel? How does, every, how does everyone feel? I feel like having another one. But do you I feel eat. like you've gone around with I'm hungry, Muhammad Ali? You know, sometimes you get a yeah, oh, I know that. Yeah, yeah. loaded. Know that. Yeah. It, does anyone feel nope. that way? No. No. no, no, that's so interesting because I don't. I think that goes back to the beef. Yeah, the quality of the. It beef. goes back to the quality of the beef, and it goes back to. The way the animal's raised, mm-hmm. it goes back to what they eat. Our animals, we started with five in 2008. We've got 120 now. They live really good lives, except they have one bad day at the end. Oh. All you yeah. need to do is try once, mm-hmm. is get a farm burger, a grass-fed. I did it at home like two summers ago because I really wanted to see if there was that big a difference. We have a, a farm called Laurel Ridge in Litchfield. Mm-hmm. They do 100% grass-fed. So I went to their little farm stand. I bought a couple pounds of their ground beef, very simple. And then I went to my local grocery store and I just bought a package of burger. 75-25? Uh, no, 80-20. Whatever the burger was in the supermarket, 50, I 50. grabbed it. And I cooked two burgers side by side before I had people over. Nothing on it. Not even salt. Nothing. Just tasting. And the difference, it was like two totally different things. The grass-fed beef actually, even without salt, had this nuance of taste that the other burger just sort of coated my mouth. So Mm -hmm. it tasted like something. Yeah. It tasted like beef. Yes. Like beef, I guess, used to taste If you have it by itself. But this is going to get us in the next half into what what are your toppings and what does that do? And then you start to say, well, should I go with this heavy fat beef? If I'm I'm really in it for the toppings, a lot of times I'm in it for the toppings. (laughs) (laughs) Can't you have it all? (laughs) Come on. All right, listen, we've got wine to recommend to go with your burger if you're in the kind of beef and lamb category. Or even, as a matter of fact, if you're into some fish burgers or plant-based burgers, and more of your favorite burger recommendations to us on Facebook. More mouth-watering conversation. Oh, it is this time. And fun ahead on the Faith Middleton Food Schmooze. I hope you will make a charitable contribution to Feed the Hungry. We'll be right back.
You're listening to a rebroadcast of the Faith Middleton Food Schmooze. This show originally aired in 2019. Now, if you want something that's good and hot, just eat a hamburger, it'll hit the spot. You can see them on the griddle going flippity-flop. Makes you want to do the boogie to the hamburger hop. They're open up 24 hours a day, just waiting and hoping all the folks will say, put a burger on the griddle, do a flippity-flop, put an onion in the middle and a pickle on top. I'm Faith Middleton. Sign up for a free podcast copy of the show at foodschmooze.org, and it will arrive every single week in your inbox and you can listen on your schedule. That's how it works. It's how it works with just about all radio and television now. Of course, we have a podcast. I'm with my food buddies, Chris Prosperi, chef and co-owner of Metro Beast Restaurant in Simsbury, Connecticut, in a beautiful new location just down the road from where they were. Wine broker Alex Province, wine broker Mark Raymond, Robin Doyen Aiken, senior producer, and we have a special guest. We're so grateful to him and very admiring of what he does. Josh Welsh has a farm in Stonington, Connecticut, where he raises grass-fed cattle, 100% grass-fed. And he has a couple restaurants. One of them is called Gray's, where the real burger scene is going on. And he has all kinds of burgers. And we're going to get into, we just had his burgers on the show. And what a ball we had. You can see this on our our page, foodschmooze.org. Also, we have a video there that Alex Province has done. And it is fantastic. He makes these smash burgers in a paella pan with lots and lots of butter. Depends on <laughs> what you want to do. I mean, oh, no. It's so... I mean, these are... I was pretty much enthralled. On Facebook, Amy Bentley, you wrote to us and said, in Danbury, there's a place called Black Angus, which makes an amazing burger. Mm. And I want to do a shout out to Craig on the Cross Sound Ferry that takes me every week from Orient, Long Island, where I have a place with my girlfriend, to... Our studios in New Haven on Cross Sound Ferry. There's my buddy Craig, and he, one day he said to me, "Roll down the window." <laughs> As I'm pulling onto the ferry, and I roll it down, and I look at him, and he said, "Face right." And I said, "Yeah." He said, "You like burgers, right?" And I said, "Oh yes." And he said, "I'm telling you, it's not fancy." I said, "I don't care." He said, "The Rabbit Hole Tavern." in Old Sabre, Connecticut. And here we've just heard also from Paul Kohler saying the exact same thing. And I look, went online, I know and, you know, one. they have the foie good. gras thing, and oh. they have like 40 kinds of burgers. Nice. So, okay, this is going to get us into, <laughs> thank you, Craig. This is going to get us into toppings. Toppings. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not shy about toppings. If it will make a just okay burger into something sensational, I'm into it if it masks a beautiful flavor like Chris was talking about and what you're doing, Josh, with the grass-fed. I don't want to erase that. So, it's you know, it's a judgment call. Well, you have to still be able to eat it. If you put too many, like, too many sauces and stuff, then the burger pops out. Two to three Mm. things. Right now, if I'm making a burger at home, I like it simple. Avocado bacon. 
cooking at home burgers and eating burgers out for me, two different things. Like mm. when I'm eating out, I, I scour the burger menu for different things. But when I'm at home, I don't want to mm. work too much on my toppings. Do you have burger on menu? Oh, yeah. Of course. What is the most popular burger style? Oh, right now, caramelized onions and gorgonzola cheese. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's oh, good. Yeah. That's my burger. Yeah, mm. right? How's that bad? That's oh. right. Car- that's oh. not bad. Yeah. So at Gray's, what is the number one seller? If you took it off, people would, you know. Our customers want bacon burgers, and half of them want regular cheeseburgers. cheeseburgers with nothing? Not well, the cheeseburger comes with... Pickle if you want, oh. lettuce, tomato. Oh, and, we got to talk about that. And Gray's that. sauce. Well, that's what I was trying to find. Sauce. Everyone has a special What's sauce. What's your sauce? Our sauce is mayonnaise, pickle juice, oh. ketchup, yellow mustard, smoked paprika, Ooh. garlic powder, mm. and onion powder. Pimenton. Nice. That is a special sauce. But the pickle that juice, like that's that. genius. I like Pimenton. I have a question about pickles. That's is everybody sauce. in here pickles? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. I have pickles. No, it's I'm no? Pickles. You're not a pickle? I'm, I'm pickles at either McDonald's or Burger King, yeah, 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 weirdly. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. But I'm totally. generally not pickles. Mount really? Olive oh, yeah. makes a special <gasps> hamburger yes. dill chips, specially designed to yeah. go on a hamburger. They're a little wavy. The cut They're is cut like yeah. a wavy, wavy cut. Perfect and they size. fit on the burger. I know you put that two, brand. three, four on there. They fit perfectly. <laughs> Isn't there something about a pickle and the acidity of a pickle mm-hmm. complementing? Yeah, the oh, fat. Yeah. Right? The fat in the Do you find that your customers want a pickle? Let me ask you. We don't put them on every burger, but they're available to everybody because it's one of those things where some people like them and others don't. A jillion gazillion dollars have been spent by food scientists for our fast food chains and Mm. you know who you are if there are pickles on those burgers there's a reason there's a reason Mm -hmm. Um, okay on our Facebook page we have in Watertown recommended by Joyce Downs G's Burger and she likes the onion rings there too Amanda Haston says in Glastonbury Birch Hill in Newington, a lot of people said this. Deb, Thomas, Dana, Maria, Christine, Anne, they all said Goldburgers. Great spot. In really? Newington, know you one. know it, Mark? Been there, been there many yeah. times. No, you like the burger there? Very good burgers. Yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. Five Guys. And, <laughs> yeah, Five Guys does a good burger. Uh, yeah, so, Robin, a couple people liked your Prime 16, Karen and Michael. Sybil May said in Old Saybrook, there's another place she likes in addition to Rabbit Hole Tavern. <laughs> And that's Little Pub. Yeah. What about Shake what? Shack? Shake, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Like, we go our yeah. favorite. A, when we're on the road on Sunday, yeah. there's one in West Park, there's one in New Haven, there's one up in West Hartford. Phoenix so. Airport yeah. Terminal 3 it's, opened it's, up with a Shake Shack. <laughs> Shake I'm like Shack. traveling with my little burger in my seat. And then burger and shake together. Oh. Yeah, that's why it's, and it's a, hot a kid dog. favorite at my house. There's something about burger and shake. Yeah, a burger the extra and a calories. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Ina Garten <laughs> loves, in fact, in her recent cookbook, she put in the recipe from Shake, shake Shack's yeah. chicken sandwich, yeah. their, their fried chicken food. sandwich. And she said it is the fall down on your knees, delicious. You know, there are a lot of people who would duke you out and say... Oh, no. Oh, no, not my The chicken recipe. burger is much better <laughs> than the beef burger. Hey, a whole bunch of people, Aaron, Jennifer, Charles, uh, Joni, all said in Westbrook, Connecticut, the place to go to is the Haywire Burger Bar. Oh, don't know oh, that yeah. one either. Uh, I'm, I'm right on all it. these. Th- you know on, that one? On Boston Post Road. Yeah, i got to put cool. it on my radar. Yeah. French fries or no French fries? The well, burger's okay, enough. Well, I love. I mean, right? I, I'm just crazy about French fries when they're well made. But oh my gosh! I I'm really trying not to have them. I've read way too much about French fries, and I just think, <laughs> you know, this is not good. 
I'm not doing that anymore. But I, I adore, if you fry them in olive oil, they're good. For you know, yeah. I'm or, a, big, I'm or, a, or duck fat. If you yeah, fry them in duck fat, fat, they're really no, good. No, I grew up. <laughs> I grew up with real fish and chips from a truck yeah. on the street oh. in Scotland. Oh my so god! Vinegar on top. That's oh. my best. Yeah. Oh yeah. Malt yeah. Malted, malted vinegar. Malted vinegar. Oh. Oh. Yeah. The best. We cook our fries but, in beef tallow. Yeah. Oh. Do you really? Oh. Yeah. Like McDonald's used to. That's what no, McDonald's used to do. With French fries yeah. and French fries. That's what if French I'm fries were. If ever lucky enough to be. <laughs> you're going to break the, you're <laughs> and gonna break you make the rule? Those, I would be eating yeah. those. I go a lot to a place in East Hampton on Long Island, and it's called Maidstone. It's just the most wonderful atmosphere. You sit in front of a fire, and they make a really good burger there, and they serve. Fries with Old Bay seasoning oh, on them. Oh, that's mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. good. I, and I mm-hmm. think I'm not having these. And I'm, I'm with my best pal dog, Bon Bon, and I end up feeding them to him so that I don't eat them because they're so addictive. Josh Welsh, at your place. Most people take the fries and beef tallow. So notwithstanding your Ooh, concerns fries about fries, oh. the, the, the fries cooked in beef tallow really, it creates a crispy outside oh. and a nice soft kind of billowy inside. Like a and pillow. Does the like beef, a big and does the beef tallow go into that nice soft pillowy I inside? Hope so. Or sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Was that me? <laughs> Chris is not to speak. Your doctor says he's using his outside voice. Is my voice. doctor listening? I hope no, he's not. He's calling in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I am really, I'm trying. You know, you get to a certain point and your doctor will say, mm, let's cool it on. You know. There is a theory that cooked correctly, certain things will not absorb the oil into the inside, but will get crispy on the outside. That's why I'm asking you that question, Josh. No, it's a good question. I'm not a food scientist, but our experience has been that vegetable oil. <laughs> no one's dying. No one's dying. No one's falling no one... off the stool. Okay. <laughs> but but fries actually absorb vegetable oil, and it doesn't happen with the the beef towel, hmm. which um, really has a higher. What do you point. mean? Oh, it just, it's, it's hotter, just, right? It's it's hotter. Do you fry yeah. Do you fry them hotter? How how long yes. can it is it going to take me to get to grace? Oh, you do fry them at four twenty-five. <laughs> I'm driving. Wow. Is that that's that's hot. Let's go. Are you driving? Yeah. I'm driving. Let's Come go. Come on, let's go, buddy. All right, let me get to this. So Kathleen White said that if you're in the Wallingford area, you have to try a burger, and that she loves the wings and the dogs, too, at Knuckleheads, which is just a great name. We have Jessica saying that in Manchester, Connecticut, Maine Pub makes an awesome burger. Oh, great spot, great spot. You know that? Yeah. And then Ellen writes to say in Middletown, a couple people, Shelley also, Celtic Tavern, she said they're hand-formed. At home, how you handle your burger meat, some people say, matters. Can you do that in a restaurant or if you're turning out lots and lots of burgers, Josh and Chris? Do you want a machine to turn them up for you? And does that matter? It doesn't matter to me as much, but some restaurants, they're all about like hand forming them, right? So so we've messed around with a bunch of different dyes because when you go to grind your burger, when the burger then goes into the grinder, you can choose different dye sizes. You can have a four-inch dye size. There's something called a... What um, does that do? It's the diameter of the patty. So do you want a four-inch cool. patty? Do you want a six-inch patty? Do you want an eight-inch patty? Okay. Do you want it to be an inch high, three-quarters of an inch high, an inch and a half? You know, the, the formed patties can be this, this is an art. whatever, whatever you want. Isn't right. this an art? Yeah. And it keeps looping back because we're talking pretty much about beef burgers on the show. Everybody's got a different 
thing. Sometimes I want that full fat experience. Give me that 70%. Yeah. <laughs> you know, 30%. Oh, fat. 75, 25. Right. Like it's like a seven, generation. Yeah. You grew yeah. up with 75, 75 25. 25 was the normal oh, yeah. burger oh, in the 70s. Too. Oh, you know, you grew up in the 70s yeah. or 80s. Yeah. And then it, it went to 85. That, and then 80-20. Well, of it course, might, it yeah. tastes incredible. I mean, but then if you go over to Yale, so you go to the medical school where what they're showing they the doctors like is a film, what it looks like inside your veins, because they can do that now. And I'm so freaked out yeah, now we're that 80, they can 90, strip 10. so But the much fat comes out, though, right? Pounds of fat that comes out. When you cook no. it, all like, no, all that white. Well, good because I was worried. These, no, <laughs> That's why I was sick. This is in people's bodies. I hate to say this, but how do we have both flavor and? Yeah. But are we meant <laughs> not die? Grass. Yeah. That's it's the like, answer. Yeah. Grass. So all that white stuff in ground beef—that's yeah. fat. Yeah, yeah. That's the good so that's, stuff. Yeah. So I, we have ours has omega threes. It's got less fat. Let's take. I'm so sorry to interrupt all of you. Let, let me take a quick phone call because quite a long time ago, I was at a place called 1000 North in Jupiter, Florida. It's not so far from West Palm Beach, Florida. We certainly have in our broadcast region a lot of people who go to Florida. This is a Michael Jordan partner restaurant, it turns out. I didn't know that at the time. It's right on the marina in Jupiter. And I just happened to have, as I often do when I'm having a Manhattan, I said, I think I'll have a burger. And I had the burger. I pretty much almost fell over. <laughs> so I thought a couple days later, I'm going to go back and have that again. And I had it again, Manhattan and the burger. And then I had, you know, I was there for a week. And so I, I had another one. Because <laughs> <laughs> why not? So... I needed to find out what in the world is going on with this. And so we're going to talk for a minute, a few minutes, with the executive chef at 1000 North, Lee Morris. Hi, welcome to the Pooch Moose. Thank you for having me. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. You hear me. I'm on the stool at the bar, and I taste this burger, and I'm kind of floored. What in the world is in that burger? There's obviously many contributing factors that aid in the flavor, but if the piece of meat isn't right and great and fatty and juicy and flavorful, then the whole burger is essentially ruined. What kind of cuts do you use in your burger? So we use usually a 10-day aged prime chuck. That's it? No. That's it. Uh, no, come no. on. No. 80-20 is what it blends out to, oh. and all that is ground for us by a company out of Chicago. You mentioned Michael Jordan a little bit ago. They provide all of his steaks for his restaurant in Chicago and then also provide some of our steaks for our program. So it's 100% prime, slightly aged chuck meat. Nice. Okay, and a little bit higher in fat. I've certainly had ground chuck. But aged. Aged. Yeah. yeah. Just the straight chuck, straight shot, great tasting all-American burger. And then you can start adding your ingredients, cheese and remoulade and that toasted brioche bun and all the, uh, the latter yeah. things that make um, it even better. Okay. Chef Lee Morris at 1000 North and Jupiter, thank you so, so much for being with us. And I got to get back there at some point. 
We'll look forward to seeing you. Make sure to say hi next time you're in. Hey, you know what? A lot of people wrote to us and said outside the region, because I remember from two years ago, <laughs> this burger still. So someone said, uh, Wicked Fresh Craft Burgers in North Conway, New Hampshire. Claire said, in Northampton, go to Local Burger because it's the best veggie burger. I love that. Cheryl wrote in to say, in Narragansett, Rhode Island, Crazy Burger. Mm-hmm. So I want to ask you, Josh, what about aged, chuck, prime? Because you raise cattle, and we know that meat is rated all kinds of ways, and there is fat content that chefs get to choose from, and we do too when we're in the market. What is all this about? This is what I want the answer to, Josh. We're going to take a quick break. We love the local, as you can hear. Please support your local food growers and food makers. For on-demand podcast delivery of this show, go to foodschmooze.org. And we're waiting to hear from you on Facebook at Faith Middleton Foodschmooze. Oh, we'll be right back with more burgers. There just ain't nothing finer, nothing that's quite so new. should go cause it swept the land everybody's going to the hamburger stand when they put them on the griddle do a flippity flop everybody does the boogie to the hamburger hop you're listening to a rebroadcast of the faith middleton food schmooze this show originally aired in 2019 i like mine with This is the Food Schmooze Party, offering the richness of life and coming to you in Connecticut, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and New York, including Westchester County, the east end of Long Island. That means the Hamptons, too. The senior producer is Robin Doyen Aiken. Talk with us on Facebook to give us your recommendation for the best burger place in our region or, I don't know, even beyond. Search Faith Middleton. Josh Welch is with us from a restaurant called Gray's, which is on the border between Westerly and Stonington, Connecticut, Westerly, Rhode Island, and Stonington. And they do burgers' primary thing. He has a farm in Connecticut where he raises 100% grass-fed and finished cattle. And so his burgers are really something. We had them here on the show. And I'm asking you, Josh, about this whole thing that Chef in Florida was talking about, where it turns out it's just chocolate quote-unquote prime, what does that mean? Does that mean I should run out and buy exactly what he's buying, aged? What does that mean? The grading system is complex. It was started years ago by the government. Prime Choice Select basically measures a series of things, including intermuscular fat. So the higher the intermuscular fat, the higher the score. Is this taste versus health? This is not health. This is about taste and texture. This is what the government was solving for. Yeah, but what should well, we be thinking I, I think about? it's a very good question. How much weight should we put on prime choice select versus what am I actually eating? Right. Well, I'm eating yeah. an animal. What did yeah. that animal eat? Where did it come from? How much should we care about what the animal's 
that we eat are eating themselves. How much does that affect our health? There are some people, I've read about this for 100 years, who believe that what the beef are being fed is the very thing that affects us in terms of our cardiac issues. It's not beef. It's what they're being fed. So that would be what we call crap corn. This is how the grass kind of movement started. And some of it's phony and some of it's real. It's about what cows eat. And cows eat grass. So we're giving them corn. They'll eat it. But it wasn't what they're supposed to be eating. But you get what I'm saying. Yeah, so yeah, you see 100%. why. I think you're saying that's not what they eat. Yeah. But they'll eat it because I'll eat Cheetos because they're fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what Cheetos that Aliens does Aliens may really like that. You know, just like, oh, she's she's been Cheeto fed. She's one of Cheeto us. finished. But I think yeah. it goes to what genetics is, right? Think mm. about evolution and all. This is what the cow is supposed to be eating. That's they what they were, eat. They evolved to eat grass. So one of the other things you mentioned, Faith, was we talked about the grading system, the fat mix, 80-20, 70-30. Whenever you see that mix, you have to say, well, where did that come from? Where did the fat come from? Yeah. Very few animals show up as 80-20. <laughs> no. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. like the perfect yeah. weight. Yeah. Yeah. Very few animals show up as 90-10. So what happens is the fat is added oh. in the grinding process yeah. right. wow. by yeah. the slaughterhouse. Sure. And that fat <gasps> could come from any number of animals. No. You mean different animals? Cows. Different oh, cows. Yeah. It's almost oh, like weight. Because, because they're solving for that 80-20 oh, okay. mix. That <laughs> I was scared. I thought you were so, going to tell me. So are your cow, are your, is your burger different from cow to cow? It can be a little bit better, Yeah. Right? So all every single cow tastes a little bit yes. different. Our burger, we don't add fat or anything else from right. any it, other animal to our burger. It's, so your burgers are that cow? Right. It, from one animal. From one wow. animal. So it's called single source protein, I think. So you can wow. trace the burger back to a single animal. Is that, what's the advantage of that you're, for me <laughs> as an eater? You're, is you're, there an advantage? Well, you're eating, you know exactly what you're eating. It's cleaner Why for sure, right? Why is that right? better than if I had a cow six places over whose fat was on his or her body added to my mixture? Why is one cow, that same cow, better is what I'm trying to You don't to get even to. know where you're... You could be eating a hamburger that came from four different cows from four different farms. Or four different ranch. Or, but is and that you don't bad? Know what, but you don't know what they're eating is the thing. Where if you go to yeah. him or Laurel, uh -huh. you know what they're eating. You can see the cows see. and how happy they are. And that makes a difference. When you eat 100% grass-fed burger yeah. from a local farm, more hygienic. You're not getting fat from a dozen animals. You're getting a burger that was ground in a place that processes 90 animals a week, not 12,500 animals a week. Yeah. And that I makes see. There's, there's a lot more authenticity, and, and it's a lot more pure. Yeah, but see, those words, you're really saying it's healthier. <laughs> Is that what you're saying, or are you trying to be careful not to use that word? I don't want to be pejorative. You know, burger is great. Meat is great. The great thing about burger is you can spend $2 and get a burger or you can spend $200 and get a burger. And it's, yeah. it's wonderful that it's a, it's a great protein source available to and, 325 million people across the country. And forgive me, I am pushing you like crazy. As but any, it is healthier. Anybody, there It's you definitely go. healthier. Yeah. I wanted to know what you thought about it's that. So we can okay. eat two yeah. of them. Chris, no, you think? Yeah, it's yeah. definitely healthier. Okay. Yeah. It's better Everybody for you. Mark, yeah. 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 I still like 75, but are 25, we, Are we going to? Yeah. So, uh, but honestly, I am personally going to, on occasion, 
have, you know, yeah. a high-fat burger, whether I add the butter or yeah. <laughs> it's coming to me from, from yeah. that meat. If someone mm. told me <laughs> that I could have a totally grass-fed burger and they were going to throw in some extra fat for me, I, I'd be on, on the moon that I could have that a couple times a year. Okay. I want, just want to have that kind of mouth-watering burger. But basically, no, I really don't want to <laughs> die next week. So if that's going to make that happen in terms of heart disease, no, I'm not doing it. I, I think the other thing is, is that when you get the fresh, it doesn't have to have that much fat because you have more flavor in the meat. Yeah, you guys and were saying that the earlier. Most, that's yeah. one of the points but, we should drive you know, home. Yes, yeah. I agree that that is fantastic. But mm -hmm. I'm not going to deny that that fattiness flavor is so Amazing, Chris. I'm not, Ten I'm minutes not ago, yeah, you no. were saying, is it in the French fries? and saying, "Oh, I want that fat." It's okay oh, in the French I fries. Yeah, right. Come on, yeah, no, no I'm with you. Because but. the brain is tricky. Two things are true at once. One half of our brain craves the fat. The other half of our brains say, "Careful." Right? Right. Josh, do you think the way that you raise cattle like out in a pasture like leads to better tasting burgers? There's a lot of research that shows whether it's dairy or beef that animals that live the way they're supposed to live naturally taste better on the plate. Yeah. Yeah. We we oh, know that it's better yeah. for you. So the yeah. so in Goshen, Connecticut, that chocolate maker yeah. it has the cows, mm -hmm. Thorncrest is the chocolate maker. Yeah. Unbelievable. Using that milk for the chocolates. When they took the fluorescent lights out the of the room. Of, yeah, changed the taste of the milk. Changed the taste of the milk. Animals are feeling. Just like us. They're feeling yeah. creatures. No, it's yeah. okay. just like us. Hey, like I, us. we cannot end the show without talking about the wine that we have. This is one of those bargains of the century, and it's called Clos de Lumiere. It's a Cote de Rhone Red 2017. This is a box wine from France that is so delicious. How many bottles? Alex Province. Four. You, four bottles <laughs> in, in this box. tiny box. You think, it's wait crazy. a minute, how is that possible? Why is that? Because there's it, the bottle, air is taken out. Yeah, and the it's air is taken a, out. And how much does this come out to a bottle if you buy a box? $8.50. It's really delicious. I'm just taking a sip. How would we describe this? It's like juicy. So south of France is that rolling hillsides, river rocks that hold the heat, clay under for the dirt. They get like 300 and something days of sunlight. So that translates to ripe, full-bodied, and then you add that little touch of spice. So they say it's like blackberries and berries with a little bit of white pepper on top. That's kind of the traditional Southern mm. French. For me, I did it with burgers because it's so juicy, right? It's a little sassy. That's what. This yeah, there's is. a little, there's a little spice a little to it. Yeah, but there's a little peppery. Really, yeah, Josh. When you have that little zip of pepper in the background, not up front or anything, it's not like, oh my God, there's pepper on my tongue. No, it's no. we're talking about subtle things. When that's in your mouth, all mixed together, all these flavors we're talking about, juicy, peppery in the background, mm -hmm. all the, it's in the background, but also these are the qualities that make a wine go or don't go with food. So this is great with burgers. Oh, absolutely. If you've perfect. got, you know, normally if you're doing a turkey burger or a fish burger or whatever, there's always a spice in your burger. And so we're matching spice for spice. And that's what makes wine go with food. And the fruit's okay? like ketchup, right? So the fruit has that rich ripeness that's kind of like ketchup on a burger. And then the yeah. spice is like the pepper on the meat. Perfect so for burgers. That, that's what he's <laughs> And it's got to be affordable too, right? Go to Food Schmooze. 
www.ghostbrewing.org to see. We've got a picture of the wine. We've got a description of the wine, and we tell you what to say on the phone. You might as well find out if they've got it in stock before you get there. And if they don't, tell them to order it, and they'll have it within 24, maybe 48 hours. And this is what did we say this was about? Thirty-four, thirty-five for the box, which is the four, four bo- bottle equivalent. So it's eight dollars and fifty. Should come out yeah. to eight dollars and, and fifty cents forever. Keeping your because it's in the box in that thing, that bladder inside. You can keep this in your refrigerator for months and months and months and months. <laughs> and Not that, because of preservatives, no. but just because there's no air. No, yeah. and that, of course, is a blessing and a curse. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> it won't last that long. It won't last months. It won't be there that long. <laughs> That's what I mean Let's about be That's the. So I've got so many more places to talk about here. Let me mention in the Trumbull Mall, Harriet says Wahlburgers in Colchester Vintage. In West Hartford, Max's, these are all for burgers. In Pomfret, Vanilla Bean Cafe. In Stanford, Westchester Burger Company. Louis Lunch in New Haven. In Windsor Locks, the Blackboard Cafe. In Meriden, they do a steamed cheeseburger at Kay LeMay's with a great sharp cheddar. In Mystic, the Engine Room. Oh, mm. yeah, we know that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, with the Bloody Mary. <laughs> In Middletown, Taino's, in Madison, Brother Mike's, and Donahue's, in Willimantic, The Harp, in New Haven, Cast Iron Chef, in Stanford, Lucky's Diner, and Bear Burger, in Hartford, Ted's Montana Grill, in Wallingford, Tap and Vine, in Middletown, Osa, in Durham, Artie's, in Middlebury, Pies and Pints. There's so many. In Simsbury, Abigail's. Oh, yeah, they um, do good burger. In Derby, Dewdrop Inn. Oh, my God, I used to go there when I was a kid. Oh, and yeah. in Watertown, Uncommon Grill. Oh, so many more. Go to our website, foochmoose.org. Well, I know where I'm going very soon. Where? I'm going to Grace. <laughs> Are you? I'm going to get the to fries. After we had those burgers I'm a, I'm today. A large I'm for fries. the beef towel fries. Do you call them large fries? We do not right. call them large. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> Josh, <laughs> thank you. It's so <laughs> great to be here. Oh, my God. Thanks to the crew at Grace also in Westerly Stonington for sending these burgers over. Honestly, they were great. And never eat more than you can lift, unless it's a burger. In New Haven, I'm Faith Middleton. Come to mind.